0: Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Welcome back to the Now nah, Stop Playing podcast. It's your boy, Kwalee, your host, and we're back with season two, episode two. Feeling real good right now? I got, so like I told y'all last time, um, you know, first season was more like solo, but now I'm doing some collabs because people starting to see what I'm talking about is that real ish, and they want to get involved as well. So today we got a nice little episode for you. Uh, I got a special guest, uh, very special to me in a sense. You know, got my little sister on the line and you know, she ready to talk her ish. And we're gonna talk about a topic that, you know, a lot of people try to graze over in a sense because people want to be politically correct. And you know me, I ain't with that political correct stuff. I'm trying to do what I gotta do, right? And you know, get that, get that information out there. So today we're gonna talk about the community, right? And when I say the community, we're talking about the LGBTQ plus 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 and some right <laughs> no disrespect no disrespect right but um you know uh yeah my sister you know she's a part of the community and it is her story you know it's a it's a pretty good story so I, I want her to talk variation we're gonna talk about some of the misconceptions associated with the community in terms of what uh people may think or what people might get into for the wrong reasons and things of that nature so you know I'm going to let her talk because she can talk more about it because I'm not affiliated, will never be affiliated. And that's kind of what it is. So <laughs> I said what I said. So without further ado, um, I got my sister on the line. You know, just tell them a little bit about yourself, your name, where you're from. If you want to tell them your age, you can tell them your age. And, you know, just tell them a little bit your backstory on how you, in a sense, got into the community.
1: Okay. My name is Rachel. Well, you can call me Royce. I go by Royce on my social media. Matter of fact, pretty boy Royce. Don't forget that pretty boy in there. (laughs) But um, I'm 22. I'm from Texas. Born and raised. Been here my whole life. And I feel like I've been gay since I could remember, since I was younger. All right.
0: Yep. So kind of talk to us about your... Because, again, you have a unique story, right? Um, Most people who are in the community, they stay, you know, they get into it right away. They don't date anybody from the jump. They just kind of stay in the corner and, you know, because they're they're afraid of coming out in a sense, right? So, but you have the experience of actually trying to, you know, you tried to, you know, you tried the whole straight thing, didn't work for you and you, you know, you transitioned in a sense. So kind of talk to us about, what happened in that sense? Like, talk talk to us how you went about, you know, you tried it, it didn't work, and what was the equalizer for you in terms of making that transition?
1: Um. Well, from the jump, I, I feel like I always kind of been gay. I just never really got into it until I was in high school, per se. But, I mean, I had little flings with girls when I was eighth grade summer that's when my first time ever actually doing something with a girl but my freshman year of high school yes I did date a, a guy never had any sexual contact with him or anything because I just wasn't feeling it but the whole time is really because I was wasn't really into men but the first time I actually experienced a girl and actually liked one was I was in sixth grade and I had a little crush on this eighth grader and I had wrote a letter about my feelings for her and right. turns out my other brother found it, gave it to my mama and yeah, kind of outed me without even me even knowing exactly if I was actually, you know, interested in that way, which I was, but I kind of just kind of got outed instead of, being able to speak on myself about you know coming out or anything but um ever since that I just been been gay I just love me some women so
0: interesting right so so just a little okay a little backstory on me and my sister right so we didn't grow up together right got the same father different mothers uh, I got no know I'm from Wisconsin so you know I was up there the whole time and like I would come down. I I came down a few summers um, throughout my life or whatever. And but again, my dad was working or doing whatever he was doing, so he wasn't really there. So my stepmoms they really raised me and whatnot. Um, so it's it's interesting to say the least because I know that when I would come down, my sister was a girly girl, right? She wearing little dresses and pigtails and you know bobos and all that. You know, you know, like you no. Know, People do it, you know. We gotta, gotta do the hair. The hair gotta be fly, cause if it ain't fly, something wrong, right? um mm-hmm. So I, for me, when I was, when I was told again, I didn't really come back into the picture. but last time I saw y'all i was what eleven or something like that. So you, yeah, had, I was young. You know, yeah, you was probably like what, one or two or something like that. No, how how are you? you twenty two. I'm, I'm thirty. 22. Yeah, that was ten years. So I was eleven. You had to be like one. You you was probably like one. So again, like, I didn't come back around in the picture until I was, till I was in college, so that was when I was 20, 20. I was about 20, so you was about 10, Um, so, you know, even then, of course, you know, she 10, she in the fourth grade, fourth, fifth grade, whatever grade you was in, you know, so it, it wasn't really a thought or anything, and you was heavily sheltered, so you was around your moms all the time, she was, you know, super protective, a little overbearing, (laughs) <laughs> yeah i said that
1: you <laughs> gonna hear it
0: <laughs> oh, damn. Uh, yeah, yeah, we might have to delete the episode but um yeah so it was just it's interesting to say the least because uh how did i i found out through our dad actually he i was talking to him on the phone and this is again down the line you know couldn't make mm-hmm. no more excuses because i'm an adult so you trying to you know saying numbers changed and you know you ain't have com- means of communication but they was there so anywho he was like, Yeah, yeah, man. I got a call. You said your sister gay. I'm like, she is? <laughs> okay. All right. Well, this first time I'm hearing something. So, you know, this new to me. So I think I right. I think I might have called your mom right after I got the phone with our dad and was like, Hey, what's up? What's going on? Right. She's like, Yeah,
1: she, yeah, she gay. I was like, So when was this? Because I don't even remember when did he tell you? Around that time?
0: Whenever, whenever you got. You had to be grown, almost grown, like sixteen, seventeen at this point. Maybe. Oh, even that 15.
1: must have been when I was with my first girlfriend. Yeah, because
0: yeah. they say you was, would... but you know everybody was like, "Oh, you ain't." She just going through a phase. You don't know what's really going on. She just trying right. to test the water. And I'm like, man, if you gay, uh-huh. you gay. It ain't no testing the water out here. Once you dip your foot in the pool, you in the pool. That's it. Ain't no, uh I'm a, I'm i I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm gonna get back real quick. I don't think I want to get in this water, like. Especially if you're a dude, man. It ain't no testing no orders to see what's going on. You, either you, you about that life, you about that life. Cause it ain't no coming back once you, once you start. Just like the dude, uh, Mr. Delivered. Like <laughs> he's saying, I like women's now. Nah, bro. You, you know what it is. Don't <laughs> try to front, don't try to front and play yourself, my boy.
1: Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. Cause there are people that like both genders too. Also.
0: Yeah. Bisexuals. And that's cool. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You know, this is, it's one of those things where it, it's very gray, but at the same time, when we talk about nuances associated with gender roles, or we talk about double standards, or even when we get into the murky waters of transsexuals, it, it just it just it goes left field and it's 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 wild. Like, but again, for the sake of the topic, we're gonna stick on you and you you know, kind of your experience and you know, get you know, get into some some serious some serious topics, some serious um what i want to say uh you know things affiliated with the with the with the community but the misconceptions of what people may think specifically we talk about women because again it's in society we deemed it okay and it's actually glorified if you're a woman and you either are with women or you like both genders you know what i'm saying uh, because men you know they you know man not me in a sense well not anymore at least but you know we—that's a—that's our thing. You know, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, all right. Kiss for a dollar. You know, some, some weird. Mm-hmm. Shit. But um, yeah. So yeah, my, my dad told me, and then talked to your moms, and then I don't know man when you, I, whenever when you talked about it. But I could recall you telling me that you dated a dude, and y'all, you know, you tried it as far as you know. Tried that. You when you just said now, nah, you say you ain't never did anything sexual. I thought you had.
1: No, yeah, no, that was in high school, and I didn't do nothing with him.
0: Oh, okay. You you told me a story about a car and the back seat and some other stuff, and I was like,
1: "Oh, that was definitely a girl. That was my first girl, and that was actually a white girl." Oh Lord.
0: (laughs) Drop a (laughs) clue bomb. (laughs) Drop a clue bomb. Oh Lord. (laughs) Y'all here? She had she had the bunny fever for the first time yeah
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> then i got a little taste of that chocolate and it was like oh yeah never going back i,
0: I ain't gonna lie because that happened to me man i was i thought i thought the white women was it elementary school middle school high school college and then it was like nah, bruh that, that ain't it man no cream in this coffee we we strictly right. we 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 pure black out here but um that's not here there. so all right so i've learned some new stuff today Uh, so you knew for for a minute, you know, since like middle school, high school, you was, you know, doing, you, you tried dating a guy, didn't work. And then, you know, you now here you are at 22. You single or you single, single?
1: I'm single, single. All right. All right. And ready to mingle. Oh, Lord.
0: (laughs) She, her father's baby.
1: (laughs) Not too much. Not too much.
0: All right. So, tell me some of your experiences, like, do you think that, would you ever try to be with, like, you know what I'm saying, be with a man, or have you thought about trying to see if it will actually work, or it's just like, that ain't for you, you, you good, that don't even, it don't even cross your mind, ever.
1: Honestly, it doesn't, to be honest, like, I just don't really see myself with men, I just really feel like, when it comes to, like, a comprehend thing, like, it just don't, click men a little bit more mm, they hard to like I don't know it's just a little bit different when it comes to them mm-hmm. and then when it comes to also too, like don't get me wrong I still like to be submissive as well even though I'm a stud mm. I still like to be submissive to my women and I'll also like for my women to be submissive to me sometimes but from like a stem from it it just doesn't I don't know I just feel like I can't connect to a man more than I can connect to a woman and I tried it before but it just wasn't it's just not something in me
0: so when you say connect what you what do you mean by connect
1: I mean like from like a mental emotionally physically like you know like a connection with them I don't know how else to explain it like really, like, sexually, I can't can't do that. Like, and then also, too, (laughs) well, also, too, like, just on, like, a mental note, I just feel like men are very different than women when it comes to, like, the brain functions and all that stuff. And it's just, like, my patience is already low. We'll be up in there fighting every day.
0: You toxic people. (laughs) (laughs) She (laughs) toxic. I'm working on it. Because, like, I've I I've always heard that when two women get together it's just like or even two men like cuz what happens you know from what you see especially if you got a man that's super flamboyant or if you have a woman that's super masculine and or wants to be masculine in a sense right they give off mm-hmm. those characteristics of them trying to be the thing that's opposite of what they're attracted to in a sense right so like you'll have like for women you'll have a woman like you said you you, you use the word stud a few times right right so you like to you know give off of a, a more masculine appearance you do more masculine things and in a sense you're kind of the the masculine energy in the relationship so help me understand when these women are trying to talk to you and be with you or if you, if you can speak on this if they don't like men why would they date a woman who gives off like men a man persona in a sense or tries to give off that facade of being more masculine in a sense
1: Well, from my understanding, I'm not that type of stud that's, like, very masculine. I'm very in tune with my feminine side. Okay. I don't really... So, when it comes to me, I feel like I attract women that... Understand that I very like from my appearance, you can tell they'll think, "Oh, she real masculine." She probably acting just like a uh, a dude. I about to say something uh, else, <laughs> but um, <laughs> but when they hear my voice and you know actually get to know me, they're like, "Oh, wow!" Like you know, they see my feminine side very much so. Mm-hmm. And usually, I when I see a woman, I see that she sees me as a man. I kick her to the curve anyways because at the end of the day i want to date a woman that actually you know likes women not just because you tired of men treating you a certain way so you want to move over to the next side mm-hmm. when it comes to you know women because you tired of whatever that i don't i really don't know what they be thinking when they come to that but honestly i just i feel like i haven't really attracted a woman that's just seen me as a man because of the simple fact of how i hold myself and my demeanor about myself but um I mean I don't know I just I would have to go back because every relationship is different that I've been in with every female that I've you know experienced so I feel like I would have to go based off that female if for instance if you get what I'm saying
0: so let me ask you this would you ever date a woman that's more masculine than you Mm
1: -hmm. yes i wouldn't mind a dominant woman at all i would not mind it why is that because i told you i'm still in tune to my feminine side as well even though i my appearance looks very masculine i'm like for instance play the more masculine side but i also like to be submissive to my woman as well so i wouldn't mind a dominant you know woman as well though too you get what i'm saying
0: that's that's interesting right because again for me on the outside looking in, it doesn't make sense because in my mind i'm like if you like a woman that's a dom in a sense right they use dom, a dominant woman right, or, top right. or whatever that word i don't again i'm not even gonna get into that that's too much mm-hmm. um so a woman that's a more dominant in a sense you would like to you would prefer her over a feminine more feminine woman but again 9, no 100%. it's not
1: okay i get what you're saying Okay, maybe I need to reword it a little bit better. Okay, Basically what I'm saying is it doesn't really matter about the appearance. Honestly, it's about how that woman treats me, regardless if she's more dominant or more submissive when mm-hmm. it comes to me. But I feel like it should be an equal balance between us two as both women, because at the end of the day, we're both women. Okay. We both want to be treated as a woman because I would still want to be treated as a woman because I am a woman and I like being a woman myself. So, so basically, I just want like an equal balance between both two. I shouldn't have to be the most masculine and she just be feminine. Like, no, I don't. It should be an equal balance between both women.
0: So let me ask you this then, because you know, if a woman is super dominant in a sense, she gonna give off a lot of toxic masculinity features, right? She gonna be super like, you you, you know, just like you told me the other day, women that get into the community thinking they finna, because a man did them wrong and they start dealing with a chick that um, you know, gives off those dominant features and she know that she in the community for the wrong reasons, she gonna dog her too. Like, for instance, like oh, a, yeah, like for like sure. MA, like, would you date a young MA?
1: Um, if she can woo me in that way, then go for it. <laughs> but I don't know. I feel like I haven't yet been attracted to another stud or more <laughs> masculine women, but uh I wouldn't you know put it past me either Mm. it really depends on how that woman treats me and how she makes me feel as a woman myself because at the end of the day I still want to be treated as a woman so if you can treat me as 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 so then I'll be okay with that but I can't just be with a woman that only sees me for a stud and wants to make me basically a man because of that simple fact if that makes sense
0: and it's, and it's, again, I I am not in your mind. I can just I, I can try to t- try to take it and analyze it and decode it as much as I can, and that's why we're right. having this conversation because again, a lot of people have these questions, but you know, no one it gets it gets a little murky because the person that's explaining gets frustrated because like you just need to understand. Uh, well, it don't make sense so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you Well, I mean, me yeah, i'm not I'm, i feel like i'm not really the type because i understand because you're not gay so i understand that you wouldn't you know comprehend the way i would mm-hmm. because i always i've been gay for a very long time now so i feel yeah. like i understand that part when people don't understand the whole gay thing and they can be confused on it but also too is because that's not their lifestyle right that's wow. not how they live
0: well, for me on the outside looking at, it, I know if it was me on the other end, if I was gay, right? If I was saying I was gay, and I'm, say I'm a a regular degular dude, right? Like how I am now. If mm-hmm. I'm a, if I'm, if I'm saying I'm attracted to a man, I'm not gonna go towards no dude that wear lipstick and arch their back and walk with they boot, you know, you know, do do all that extra shit. I mean, stuff. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I ain't. Cause if I'm gonna do that, I might as well be with a woman. You know what I'm saying? And I and I get it, like everyone has their preference in a sense. Right. But I know mm-hmm. for me, if I was looking at, it, I'm gonna look for a dude that personifies being a dude in a sense, Right. So right. I don't know. It's just, it just, it gets confusing when it's like, cause there's so many like different things that you can add to it. Like it's, it's like, think of it like a, uh, like a Lego or something. Like, oh, you got the four piece. You got the three piece. You got the two piece. Make a pyramid out of that. Oh, how am I going to make a pyramid? I'm, but make a specific pyramid. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you've taken different pieces and putting it on there. You're trying to make this pyramid, but every time you turn around, the pyramid is still lopsided. So it's like, right. dang! If I just had three, four options based on this one four piece, one two piece, one one piece, etc. I can do it a little bit better if that makes sense. So, but again, you know, we we having these conversations because people, you know, you people get offended in the community when you ask them questions. But it's like, man, a lot of stuff. It, you know, we've been conditioned to believe. This is the only way you're supposed to think. This is the only way you're supposed to date or be or like somebody in a sense. So, you know, we need to have these conversations more often. So there's more, some sense of uh, camaraderie, some sense of understanding so we can, you know, cohabitate in in one place instead of everybody trying to go on marches and putting up signs and saying, you know, we need equal this and equal that, you know. Mm -hmm. It it makes things a lot easier when we're able to have these conversations and people aren't trying to force feed it to you. But also, people are being a little bit more open minded. Right. So accountability, in essence, makes sense. So, <clears throat> all right, moving forward. So, talked a little bit about your preference. talked a little bit about your, your, your background. So, I mean, I'm going to ask you, you know, this is a little, you know, we're going to get deep with it. Okay. I'll be ready. I'm ready. So, what is your perspective on two women who? may engage in sexual activity with male paraphernalia even though they said they're not intimate so like what i'm what i'm asking is if a woman likes to be penetrated with using toys right from another woman rather it's a strap-on dildo whatever mm-hmm. what is, to, can you talk more on that as far as what that may mean in a sense because for us it makes no sense for straight men it makes no sense it's like well you know not a lot of straight men into it of course but it doesn't make sense it's like if you don't like a man but you say you only like women but you like things that are associated with being a man in a sense
1: okay i get what you're saying mm. for me i can't you know i can't speak for all gay women right but for my preference i've i personally it depends on how that person makes you feel because at the end of the day penetration is about a feeling it's not really about what it is to me. Like it's really be- from the women I've dated and I gave penetration too. like, I wouldn't necessarily say like, that's a really hard like question to, you know, as a, to answer. Cause I don't know, to me, I feel like, cause I really don't care for it. I don't mm-hmm. care for penetration. I don't care for like but at the end of the day, I still gonna like receive at the end of the day. Cause no, we not about to just be given and not receiving. <laughs> but when it comes to like strap, I mean, I see how women act whenever I give them strap. And regardless if they, cause at the end of the day, I feel like you, your mind can change at any given moment. Right. You may be gay now. And then later on you might date, man, to me, I really don't care about that. It's really about to me, because I've tried it before with my ex mm-hmm. and the first time it was, I was more open with her whenever it came to it. Cause I was like, okay, yeah, I was in love, mm-hmm. but if it was to come to another female, I wouldn't, right. I wouldn't at all because I feel like I had to be personally in love with that person to open up in that type of way. Okay. Regardless if it's, you know, I don't know. To me, I feel like it doesn't really, the penetration doesn't matter if it's a man or a woman. I feel like it's just the feeling that they get from it. Hmm. And for me personally, I only felt good is whenever it was with my ex. And that's because I was in love with her at that time. You know what I'm saying?
0: Okay.
1: I don't really think it's necessarily because of its being a penis, but it's just the feeling that that person gets from regardless of man or a woman that gives it to him, you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. I don't know I can't really answer that question because I don't take strap I don't really no nah. I tried it I tried it but it's just not my cup of tea honestly
0: interesting I, I ain't gonna get too deep in with it because again
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean I don't care I'll answer the question well, yeah, it, that'd know. be
0: more of a side conversation we ain't gonna get into it I, I just want to I'm just trying to get your opinion on certain things or certain uh, you know topics that within the community of course a person that's heterosexual right. they might have questions about it and you know they may be afraid to ask it but again we we family so and right. you know, I'm your big brother is like you know you can come to me and talk to me about stuff that's what we're supposed to be able to do you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so, you know we having this conversation is is candid but at the same time it's it's a needed conversation you know we need right to talk about this stuff, especially in our community because there's a lot there's a lot of hate in our community on both sides you know what i'm saying and mm-hmm. people are quick to make judgment or make have their own assumptions instead of saying let me look more into this but again sometimes it's hard to answer things and it's hard for people to understand if there's so much gray areas because life is not black and white in a sense well outside of you know being a good person and you know trying to do good things or whatnot those are that's the only thing i feel is black and white outside of everything else is pretty much gray um and then again there's extremes depending on the person so but let's you know get back on topic in a sense so i know you said that at some point you want to have a, you would like to have children so what does that look like for you um in terms of again with being the same sex and it being uh you and your partner at some point what is what does that look like for you are you still interested in that or is this something where it, and you'll see you'll see within time
1: um, well, of course I would like to raise a family with another woman, but in due time, cause right now I'm living me, I'm doing my own thing.
0: <laughs> Not, like a bit.
1: Not too much. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I feel like I'm still young too. Also. And I also see, cause there's a lot of women that are my age that have children And, and I even dated women with children as well, too. And to me, I just personally, it's just not really, I don't know. I feel like I need, I want to experience life more than to just, you know, have a kid right now.
0: So Let me ask you a question. So those women that you dated that had children before, were they really in the community or they was just tapping their foot in the water?
1: Um, hmm. Uh, I can't say too much because, you know, people be, be listening, but <laughs> I've dated a couple of women with children and I would have to say, I can't really, you know, speak for them because that's their own life and what they choose. And cause they could be bi too. Cause I've dated a lot of bi women as well. Mm. So I don't know, to me, I feel like the women I've dated that had children with men when it came to me, it was a little bit something different than you know any other women. But I also feel like some women are only gay for a certain women, if you get what I'm saying, yeah,
0: yes. That's, and that's that's man, that's that's interesting in itself, yeah. Like, it, it's I
1: very interesting, it's um, very interesting,
0: you know. Just like, all right, for instance, I don't know if you do you watch Pea Valley, yes? So, like, Little Murder, like. <laughs> like my boy be capping for real for everybody but he like (laughs) uncle clifford like right like bro you super gay for uncle clifford but you be out here trying to kiss on women and put on his facade my boy like i get it like at the end of the day you a gangster rapper drug dealer and you you gotta in a sense it's like proving ground like you gotta show that you really about that life that society has said you have to be based on your your activities but at the same time it's like man if you if you're gonna do what you're gonna do man do what you're gonna do you, you, you gotta you gotta live in your truth you can't sit here and put on these these facades with people because at the end of the day right. all it's gonna do is make you go crazy
1: hmm. you're gonna lose your own mind
0: man for real
1: trying yeah. to please everybody else yeah
0: so well I'm, I'm I'm glad that you you know you find it in yourself even though uh a little bro a little big bro you know big <laughs> dude for no reason uh, big Kimbo Slice. He uh, you know, kind of plays you in a sense. You know, and again, yeah. You, I mean, I feel like, you like he never really
1: gave me a chance to even know myself. Even though I've always been gay, because even when I was my, I remember when I was younger, mom was saying I was like two years old, and mm-hmm. I used to be rubbing on her friends' titties and just lay on them. So she had Jesus. a of Maybe uh, I could have been.
0: Well, mm-hmm. did, or did, or did you nurse as a baby?
1: um i don't know did you breastfeed uh, probably well that's but, that's but a... even in but even in elementary school i was i remember i was in i believe third grade i had a crush on this kindergarten teacher for I, I like a long, long kindergarten teacher too. but she was a woman though That'd come on different. now it does mean something it <laughs> clearly it did because i've been gay this whole time so it means something
0: i, I think i don't we, know i just feel like
1: i've always been attracted to older women as well too though
0: i i feel like what you're saying right now is kind of what these uh new age uh people in terms of them trying to expose sexuality to young kids not saying should, that's what you're trying to do but
1: mm-hmm. I mean, a kid
0: don't know what they want at three four five years old they just trying to eat milk and cookies and watch transformers on television i ain't thinking about man i really would love to be sexually involved with this person over here. this person's cute you know what i'm saying i you know of course you might have thoughts, but in terms of your thoughts i don't think you know your thoughts until you kind of move up in age in a sense when you become like a teenager then you can be like okay i got this feeling i always get this feeling maybe it's butterflies whatever because i remember when i was in second grade one of my teachers used to rub my hand and do all the now she might she might have been trying something. I, I might have
1: to now if see if he be out on it. her. You know what I'm
0: saying? Get his <laughs> money real quick. But <laughs> um, so yeah. But but kind of going back because I I was I had another question I wanted to ask you. So in, in regards to having children and doing that, would you want to carry or would you want your partner to carry?
1: Honestly, it wouldn't matter to me. I feel like because I want seven, and when I say that, most women be like, "Damn." And I'm like, yeah, I truly do. I, I've always wanted seven since I was younger. And I feel like I'll probably carry the less, probably three, and they carry four. But shit, I, I do want seven, regardless if I give or if she gives it or it don't matter. Because at the end of the day, they both going to be our child. Seven? Yeah, seven.
0: Yeah, you're, you're your daddy's son. <laughs> <laughs> Not too much. <laughs> He got, he got, they got a little basketball roster running around here somewhere. But um, I'm
1: probably not gonna have that many. But I don't know. I've been talking you about it for some years now.
0: He's still young, but you know that that stuff is expensive. So just, just be fair. Yeah. Get, get your money right, cause for it's sure. real out here. Um, what I was gonna say. Um, yeah. So cool. Um, let's take a quick break, real quick, and then we can get back into more of these questions and you know i I really want you to you know talk more about the community you know and my thing is man this this is my podcast i don't care who's listening in they feel some type of way they feel some type of way let them they'll be all right they'll live yeah
1: just ask ask me questions just ask me questions and i'll give them to you all right bet
0: i got you so we're gonna we're gonna chime in we're gonna come back in about five minutes five minutes Alright, welcome back, welcome back. We had to take a little intermission, you know, it was getting a little too deep in the room, so had to get us a, you know, a glass of water, you know, simmer down a little bit, but we back with that real-ish. So, yeah, so we, you know, we talked about a few things. We talked about, you know, kind of her, my sister's, um, you know, in a sense, her her journey, her journey to where she is today. We talked about, You know, some of the nuances associated with certain topics related to uh, male paraphernalia, you know, uh, procreating, having a family, uh, some of the things to kind of look out for in a sense. So, you know, we we talked about a couple of good topics. You know, I think that that was a good thing. But, you know, the the second segment of it, you know, let's get into some more stuff. So now it's time for the Q&A. It's now it's time for the Q&A. (laughs) so from your experience thus far you know being in the community as long as you've been in there and you know you've had a lot of experience as you stated what would you say is one of your biggest pet peeves in terms of you know things that people may do say or even you know some of the things that you've experienced that it was just like all right i I know now never happen again so like talk to me about some of your pet peeves oh
1: my biggest pet peeves is being somebody's first girlfriend. I'm so tired of being the first girlfriend. Like, it, it's not even funny because I don't think in a gay community, being somebody's first girlfriend, you have to basically go through the whole, def- like defining who you are type of person besides, but with your partner. Like it's, it's even though you already then been through all that and you already experienced the whole gay life and all that, when you have a partner and you're their first girlfriend, you have to, like, basically teach them how to be gay in a way. Like, because a lot of things, yes, it, it's it's very confusing because it's just like, why should I have to teach you how to be gay? Just be who you are. But that's not always the case because a lot of times, you know, parents be homophobic as well, too. That's another pet peeve for mine, because both my parents accept me completely for who I am. It hasn't always been that way. It took some time. But speaking from now, it's like it's kind of difficult to date somebody with homophobic parents when your family accept you for who you are, because a lot of times it can create drama mm-hmm. that parent or parents might feel like you turned their daughter gay, which is so bizarre to me. And I, I've experienced that a lot though. Hmm. Um another pet peeve is straight women. Straight women trying to say that they gay but deep down they know damn well they are going to go back to a nigga after they done fucking with you. Um oh, I'm sorry for the cussing. But um uh that's basically it. I just really don't like being the first like first time girlfriend thing. I'm so tired of that. And I feel like with every girlfriend I get, it's the same thing. And I just be like, yeah, no. Can I just get a whole gay one, please? (laughs) Does that come in the mail or something? Like, can we just get one that's completely experienced?
0: Uh, She said FedEx me. I need that FedEx. Right. Amazon
1: Prime something. Like, come on now.
0: (laughs) That's too funny. But you said something that was profound, right? Because I remember when, um, if anybody, you know, is uh, familiar with the series Power, you know, you had the Raising um book, right? And then that one, mm-hmm. you had Jukebox, who, you know, uh, was gay, black and gay. And she was very, like, her dad didn't accept her. You know, everybody else, in a sense, kind of knew she was gay, but her dad was like, nah, nah, I ain't. And this is, mind you, this was back in, like, the early 90s, so you know, even around that time, like the whole thing of being gay was still like gay was still associated with HIV. Like, right. So that, that that's just crazy in itself. Right. But her, she uh, met this white girl who lived on the other side of town, of course, came from money and her parents, you know, they, they in the dope game and, you know, they eventually somehow started liking each other and became a thing. And, you know, her, she ended up the, the, uh, her girlfriend when she became her girlfriend ended up uh you know OD and off of fentanyl right mm. and her parents blamed her for one the OD but two for her being gay so it was just like people need to again like you can not and i and I, a lot, honestly i think that's a lot of these christians out here i'm i'm just going to say what i'm right. saying cuz that's how i feel i said what i said a lot of these religious groups out here be trying to play place the blame and point fingers at people all the time when at the end of the day, it's like most of y'all live in a double life anyways. Right. Uh, I, man, if you, anybody that's religious and you come to me and say something about, oh, you're not, you not god fearing or you're not this, you're not that, I'm asking if they had sex before marriage. If they had sex before marriage, man, get out of my face. Right. You know and y'all be sitting here <laughs> trying to play. Oh, I, I'm I'm delivered. Oh, yeah, I I repented for my sins and I did this. I got a relationship. I can I can keep messing up because I just keep telling God to forgive me. Man, get out of here, man. You go, you you gonna, right. Oh, man, hell is hot. Just just know that hell is hot. So <laughs> I said what I said. But yeah, so that, that you like I said, you said something that's profound because again, it's always the parents or outside sources that are not accepting. Like not even just with the whole being gay, but just Accepting your know, child with the decision that they decided to do, we get a lot of that with biracial um dating. You know, what I'm saying that's an issue still. Now, you know, I'm you know I love black women, and that's just what it is. I ain't, I ain't gonna change up, and I prefer to be with a black woman, and I love to see black love. So that's I'm just I'm gonna leave it at that. That's what I'm on. But you know, you get a lot of that with interracial relations. So you know, we just need to, as a people. Stop being judgmental and trying to force people to do stuff they don't want to do. Like let people live their lives at the end of the day. Right. At the end of the day you want to live your life too. But everybody's so quick to say, Oh, I got my God given rights, but then you be quick to turn and say some, you know, be be contradict yourself by trying to tell somebody else what they need to be doing. You know, right. Uh trash. But yeah. So moving forward, again, y'all know I y'all, you know I'll be going on tangents because I be talking to my age. I gotta once it's in my mind, I gotta say it. That's that's what it is. <laughs> so yeah all right sis so i got another question for you so you, you said you know you had those are your pet peeves thus far with the community so what would you uh say you would like to see moving forward like what, what progressions would you like to see in terms of being a you know just if it could be dating could be marriage it could be access it could be uh you know resources what would you like to see more of as far as to see the community in a in a better light in a
1: sense honestly i feel like in the community we got to stop putting labels on everything. Huh. Just let somebody be who they are. Like at the end of the day, like to me, I feel like that's an issue. Like uh-huh. they're like, Oh, well you say you're a lesbian, but you entertain men. I'm like, okay. Like some women in that case, that's bi or whatever. But to me, I feel like at the end of the day, you never really know uh-huh. with anybody I feel like that person, whatever they feel at that present moment, that's just who they are at the end of the day. Me, personally, I know I'm going to be gay for a very, very long time because I just don't see that. I don't see myself with the man or anything like that. But when it comes to, like, the whole label thing, I'm just not a fan of it because you never know. Like, why can't like you can't just say, oh, I'm gay. And then it turns out you go date a man after you get done with that woman. But you was just so fully gay like it's just like to me i feel like it don't even matter at this point just be who you are
0: right well i think to your point i think the biggest thing with that is people are we're, we're creatures of habit right and what i mean by mm-hmm. being I, I say this all the time like we always do things based on what we believe to be the best option based on what other people say is the best option and right. people are never satisfied people want to sit here and do all of these extra things without, you know I'm saying, just finding a place of peace. It's like, oh, I gotta do this or I gotta do that. Oh, now nah, I got this urge. Like, people are always acting on their urges and sometimes it's good to just sit back, relax, and chill. Like, you ain't gotta do everything because you think that's what you need to be doing. And that's how people set themselves up for failure. You know, jack of all trades, master of none. That's me. I'm, I'm literally a, I've, I've done almost everything. And I've mastered a few things, don't get me wrong i got a, a great great understanding of a few things but as far as channeling my energy into one thing and that's why i feel like this podcast is gonna do well for me because i'm super invested i like doing it and it's part of my personality I, you know people tell me i should have been a dj or something you know, out here having a good time right <laughs> so with, with that being said you know so you said that you just want to get rid of the labels you want to get rid of the boxes but I would say one of the biggest thing in that community is the labels and boxes. They keep adding more letters, more pronouns.
1: Exactly. Exactly. That's, that's what I'm saying. Stuff. The yeah, he, man. she, and they, her, to me, I don't understand all that. And I've been in the gay community for a very long time, but after the B, I'm just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like at that point, because it's just like, it just be too much. Like stop putting the label on everything. Like to me, I mean I get the whole trans thing and all that stuff like that's understandable. But like when it comes to like all the extra plus 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 and all that it's just it, it's unnecessary to me very so. Like I just I just think it's just doing too much.
0: Quite quite honestly that's why I left. You know, I you know me I've been working in colleges for a long time. Long time. Mm-hmm. That's one of the main reasons why I left. Because I'm like, I ain't got time for it. well, specifically these white schools. Because HBCUs, they kind of do it, but it's not as prevalent as it is at these PWIs. But these PWIs, they honestly be the most discriminative uh institutions of all. Like they be trying to have all these movements and these um, you know, different clubs and you know, trying to be inclusive, but mm-hmm. most of their students be the main ones passing judgment and trying to ostracize people. Like it's crazy. HBCUs don't do nothing like that. And I and I say it again, HBCUs don't do nothing like that. And we be having <laughs> we have more one, probably one of the, the bigger populations of gay people because they feel more comfortable going to those schools. All right. Um, we could talk about that at a later date because people be trying to play HBCUs like we really out here doing what we're doing, you know, that black excellence. They don't like to see that. You know what I'm saying? They be trying to down talk, but you know, I said what I said. But yeah, that 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 pronoun stuff, man, it's <laughs> I'm like, dude, and people are like, oh, you got to respect it. I'm like, for what? Like, at the end of the day, if you saying your name was Kylie, now your name Kyle, I'm going to call you Kyle. All right.
1: That's
0: that's what it is. I, you, I Zimzer, Zim Zers, Zim, Zim Zuma Boomfo, I, I ain't got time mm-hmm. for that. No, ain't nobody got time for that? Then my thing is, you telling me that you dressing like him, but you want me called her. I, you trying to mess with my, my mental right now. You trying to throw me off. I see what I see. You can't tell me I, I see anything different. Come on now. So I, I feel you on that sis. man But you're not the first person to tell me that in the community. Cause a lot of people don't like that. It'd be these extra people that's trying to get, they just want attention.
1: Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You got the exactly that's is. not
0: even in the community that's trying to speak on it. But it's like you're not even in the community. Like shut up. Just like the white people that be trying to, oh, I feel bad for you. So I'm gonna sit here and do that No, nah, man, you like Michael May say, you sit, you sit there and chill. When we need you to do something, especially from a monetary stance, we need some money, then you you step in. But don't say nothing. Don't say nothing. Yeah. Chill out. We ain't trying to hear none of that because you're gonna say some something some dumb and throw the whole thing off. Now you're creating more pain in the community. So stop. So again, that's another little rant. You know, I've been going on my rant. <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's just high. But um, yeah, so my next question is you you mentioned transgender. So, you know, you in the community. Would you date a woman who was a man, like a trans woman? I think that's what it is.
1: What um, honestly, no. Why not? Because at the end of the day, like, that's still, they transfer over to that, to a man, and I'm not interested in men. No, 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 I'm saying
0: if a man tra- tra- uh, transition to a woman, would you date that woman?
1: Uh, probably not. Okay. I'm just okay. not a fan of the whole trans thing. Okay. Hey, hey I, re-
0: yeah. I, re- I respect it. I respect it. But let somebody else, you're transphobic. No, she not. She just you know, has her preference. I just,
1: yeah, I just don't have a preference. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I don't know. I just wouldn't be able to see myself with one. But then again, I also never know, though, but me personally, no, I don't think so.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, as of today, I would never date a trans person, a man that transitioned to a woman. I would never do that. That's yeah. what I'm speaking of today and that probably never change. But then again, I'm, I'm, I'm already involved and she ain't going nowhere.
1: All right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm just saying, cause like we we on the podcast, it's gonna be aired. People gonna be like, "Oh, they transphobic." It, no, it's not. It's just a preference.
1: Like, and I actually have friends that are trans. Mm-hmm. I just don't. I wouldn't see myself being with one. That's all.
0: Right, right. No, it makes sense. But you know, people be they'll they'll take anything and run with it to try to make it demonize it in a sense, like, no. You know, we, we're we accepting and loving people, but we want what we want, and that's not what we want. So you can't tell me, man, you got to eat this fried chicken because it's fried chicken. No, nah, I don't like baked chicken, so I'm going to eat me some baked chicken.
1: <laughs> so I'm going to need you to chill out with the fried
0: chicken. You, you, you go over there with that. So, all right. So, you know, I'm, I'm asking some, you know, you you kind of, you know, I need to get a little deep, sis. Come on, man. We're trying to put on for the culture.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: So you live in Texas, right? Mm -hmm. what would you say you know what's the experience like dating like dating um would you say so for instance let's say you in texas right do you think your dating experience would be different if you were in another area of the country
1: for sure because for one texas is really big Mm -hmm. everybody want to be gay in texas nowadays i said everybody be trying to be gay in texas nowadays it's like a trend now for a lot of them I ain't gonna speak for everybody, but it'd be a trend going on. Hmm. But um, I feel like, yeah, in like a smaller city like Utah or shit like that, it will be a little different, you know, especially in the gay community, because there ain't One gonna be that time. many out there that gay. it is in Texas. You said gay. what?
0: They Mormons in Utah. They ain't doing nothing gay.
1: Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like I feel like Texas is a very big city, so... There's going to be a a lot of different people. There is a lot of different people. There's a lot of different souls out here.
0: All right. So you say you want to go to Utah and get you and get white
1: No, definitely not. I I like you here. I really want to go to the Virgin Islands, but I mean, hey. What's stopping you? Nothing. Exactly nothing.
0: All right. Go go ahead. Hey, that gives me a reason to come visit. I can come down there and give me some red snapper and chill on the beach. Right. All right. So, okay. I I think, I think we hit on some good topics. You know, I think we kind of opened up the conversation. So if anybody else, you know, gets a chance to listen in, which I hope a lot of people tune in again, don't take what we say as malicious, we, um, being malicious, but take it as just, you know, that's just our perspective. You know, it's not law. It's not fact. It's just how we feel. And that's, again, that's one of the biggest problems in society is people are so quick to, Uh, Pass judgment based on someone's opinions or thoughts but it's like everybody has thoughts everybody has opinions not saying that it's fact efficient and that it's going to hurt you it's only when people act out on it. now yeah we might not want to date you know people who have transitioned in a sense but that's our that's our prerogative like it's not saying we bad people or we hate them we just don't want to do that so i I just got to leave those disclaimers out there because we got a lot of people in the world who they'll take something and they'll take a they'll, you give them an inch they, they run a mile so I, gotta right. make sure I clear that up for the audience so they are not thinking me and my sister out here on some you know just on some hate on hate field and that's not what it is we just talking our ish and you know a conversation we will have and you know just chilling even off uh, off air in a sense so just got to put that out there but i'm glad that she got on the podcast i'm glad that she you know she spoke her truth in regards to the, her, the community that she's in and you know, gave me a different perspective on how to kind of look at things or how to analyze it. Now, I'm still going to have my thoughts. Don't get me wrong, because that's just what it is. Yeah, um, we but, know. <laughs> but, you know, everybody who know me know. <laughs> but again, I, hopefully this is something that say somebody's listening in and they are, you know, still waiting to come out. You know, maybe they this is the, the ammunition they need to come out and speak their truth to their family, or if they dating somebody and they they're getting a lot of, um, negative feedback from the parents because they don't you know, they think they're trying to turn their child gay like if your child gay your child gay you can't stop them from being gay that's just kind of right weird. and and dwayne wade is a prime example of that um so you know we ain't gonna get into that context. but hey, i ain't gonna lie i don't i don't agree with trying to teach kids about sexuality at a young age like four five and six nah man they just trying to eat fruit loops and watch cartoons on saturday they're not worried about who cute who not you know if they do get butterflies they know they don't know what that means and they don't know, need to know what that means that's why you have so many babies having babies nowadays because people are trying to talk about sex so early let kids be kids like let them do what they do give them their fruit loops. but well, that actually man we got to stay away from the cereal man the cereal got too many chemicals in it but that's another, mm-hmm. another time but you know let them eat their oatmeal if it's good oatmeal organic oatmeal let them watch their power rangers or power powder puff girls you know let them let them do their thing man stop trying to force these kids to be grown you know what i'm saying it, it ain't cool it ain't cool because i and not because i said it because it's a fact that that's an actual fact i don't want to hear none of these uh lobbyists out here talking crazy like you yeah, kids should know about this well, kids, if kids should know about sexuality they should know how to balance a checkbook they should know how to invest in stock and bonds they should know how to get into real estate they need to know those things that's gonna help them prosper in life not about their sexuality so yeah. I said what i said and y'all can feel how y'all want to feel because i don't so, with that being said, I'm about to wrap this up because, again, it's Father's Day. Shout out to all the fathers out there. You know, proud of y'all. Love y'all. The
1: stud daddies, too. Don't forget about them. Oh Lord. The stud daddies be working hard.
0: All right. I'm going to have to get on my Kevin Samuels in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> but, you yeah, know, if you're a father doing your thing, taking care of business, and man, to hell with all those mamas out here that's saying, I'm playing daddy, too, because y'all trash. You, you failed that life. You sat here and had a baby with somebody that was a deadbeat, or you sat here and you were a bitter woman trying to keep a, a man from their child. So you trash. I said what I said. And that's on that. But with that being said, again, happy Father's Day. Happy Juneteenth. You know, tap in with me. Again, this is a nonstop playing podcast. It's your boy, Kwali. And I'll be back with another serious topic next time. So tune in. Appreciate y'all.